Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's your boy, Kyle, and we are back with this week's episode of the Life Well Lived podcast. A super special, exciting episode for you guys today. When this episode is released, it will be Easter Sunday. And so what I thought would be fun if we kind of diverged a little bit from our normal norm, talking about you know, making our life better, striving for excellence, striving for growth, fitness, wellness, personal development type things. And we'd have a little bit of fun with an extra special Easter episode. And I'm extra excited because on today's episode, I have a special guest, my wife, Beth. And if you guys uh, don't know Beth, you can jump back to episode number eight, where we did uh, our very first interview with her. And uh, But today we are hanging out together and we thought we'd have fun with a little bit of an Easter special episode. Uh, so in this episode, we started off by um, talking about our favorite uh, sparkling water and a new brand we tried. Uh, we then went into the top 10 foods at Easter and whether Beth agreed or disagreed with my list. Uh, We then talked about the worst candies at Easter, and uh, Beth definitely disagreed with my number one on the list there, Um, but it's a fun list of some of the worst candies at at Easter. And then we kind of discussed and debated, uh, where does Easter rank in the holidays, uh, the major holidays, so like Christmas, New Year's, all that sort of stuff. Where does Easter rank? And and Beth thought one of my holidays was way too low on the list. So guys, welcome to the Life Well Lived podcast. Turn it up in the headphones, turn it up in the car as uh, Beth and I have a little bit of fun with our very special Easter special episode. Hi guys, I'm Kyle Kirby, an entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, and welcome to Life Well Lived, a podcast designed to give you the ins and outs, the goods, and what you need to scale your life to the next level. Okay, so we are live now. So what's your name and where are you from? Beth Kirby from River Falls, Wisconsin. Shall we grab our our sparkling waters now? We shall. So we're really excited. Um, I, I, this is Kyle, by the way. You guys should know this. So with uh, my wife, Beth, today, as you guys know. Um, but we just got brand new uh, sparkling waters. If, if you guys are familiar with Beth and I, we really enjoy um, sparkling water brands. And we uh, got this brand new brand. What is it called, Beth? Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. It's like ahi tuna. That's what it looks like, kind of. Aha. But it's a new sparkling water brand. So what flavor do you have? Black cherry and coffee. Black cherry and coffee, and I have apple ginger. So let's uh, we'll crack these bad boys open, and we'll uh, rock and roll from there. So um, you were normally a bubbly family. I feel like we really like the or Lacroix. Lacroix, yep, bubbly Lacroix. So when we saw the Aha brand, I think what what really got us going with this Aha brand is um, like the different types of flavors. And, and it's funny because which which flavor attracted you right away? The coffee. Yeah, black cherry coffee. I don't know. That does not sound good to me at all, which is which is kind of funny. But um, on opposite, which flavor sounded least appealing to you? Ginger. Yeah, apple ginger. And that's the one I'm drinking. So I haven't tried this yet. So this is going to be the first time. I want to try it too. Oh, that's a that's an interesting flavor. Ooh, I, I, I might be a, a bubbly fan, though. It, it's very gingery. Try it out. Try it out. I just brushed my teeth. 
So one thing we really love about sparkling water is it's, you know, it's filling. So um, good with your health and nutritional goals. Um, if your goals are like weight loss, fat loss, um, but then it's like flavored water as well. So uh, the apple ginger, I don't know, maybe I'd give it a four out of 10. That wasn't as bad as I thought. No, no. The, the black cherry, that, that one was pretty good too. So, well, here's what we're going to do today. Welcome guys. I, I we, we hope you're having as we're recording this episode. Um, it's Easter Sunday. It's resur- resur- resurrection, resurrection, resurrection Sunday. Who that was a difficult word. Um, and so whether you're listening to this today or listening to it uh, later, we thought we'd kind of do an Easter special. So we thought we'd talk about some of the stuff and and I, I have an episode, uh, this is the second episode we've had, had a guest. So um, if let, let's start off maybe introducing a little bit. If uh, people did not listen to episode number eight, that's the one where I, I interview um, our first interview, that's with Beth. Um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Just like if, if the audience is new to you as a wife, just like two sentences or less, who is Beth Kirby? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm Beth Kirby. I'm married to Kyle Kirby. And I was recruited to helping with this Easter special podcast. I thought, what fun, you know, right now we're we're in Wisconsin and it's we're in a winter storm warning. It's April and we're in a winter storm warning. Um, I'm I'm sipping this apple ginger. It's actually growing on me. It's going to be good the more I drink it. But we're sitting in a winter storm warning right now. And it's Easter Sunday. We're in quarantine right now. We're doing social distancing. Um, So we were with some family over video conference this morning. I'm going to meet with some maybe family later today with some friends. But we thought... How fun would it be? You know, this isn't an interview necessarily, but we'll we'll just talk about Easter things. And so um, if you guys are used to the Life Well Lived podcast, this is going to be a different episode. We're just going to have some fun on this episode. Nothing, nothing crazy. So um, for maybe, maybe I'll write in the show notes for future listeners. They can just skip over this episode if it's not like Easter time. But maybe this will be something we bring back every year. We just have some fun, like a holiday special. Right? Timeless. Timeless. Timeless, right? Um, well, here's where I wanted to start out, if it's, if it's cool with you, is I thought we'd start off with the top 10 Easter foods, right? So I think it's um, Easter Sunday is very famous for having meals. I know like my mom, Beth's mom, uh, always made really, really good meals growing up. And so what I've compiled here, Beth, is a top 10, what I rank top 10 best Easter foods, okay? And and I know this is probably going to be a butchered list because a lot of you listening are going to be mad that A, uh, I did not include your favorite foods, or B, um, that um, I included number eight, um, which I know a lot of you will probably hate, but hey, this is my list. Wait, but hold on. This is your legit top this is your my, list. This is my list of okay. top 10 favorite Easter I'm ready. foods. So, so I'm going to say the list, and I'd love to hear Beth's just live reaction as we do this as well. Because, um, okay, uh, just a quick note about our relationship, right? Kyle loves food. I grew up in a household. My mom um, was a chef, um, a wonderful cook. We always had delicious food, but we grew up in a household where you either ate no, no, that was your option. You ate. And like, and, and like the, your next meal was whatever that meal was. So, I mean, there was no other options. I mean, I remember my, one of my sisters, I won't say names, but was a very stubborn uh, person. And I think my mom made something for dinner and she didn't want to eat it. Well, that was her meal for the next breakfast, next lunch. And guess what? A hungry kid will eventually eat. And that's just the house we grew up in. So I love all food. I, I have never found a food that I don't like. I think the weirdest food that I've ever had, can you guess what the weirdest food I've ever had is? duck tongue duck tongue that's what i was gonna say too the duck tongue tacos so when was it vegas yeah so when we were in vegas uh, a couple years ago one or two years ago something like that um we went to this restaurant weird restaurant and they had duck tongue tacos so yeah it's personally the weirdest thing i've ever eaten now 
personally, I probably would never eat it again. Like it was good, tasty, but it was like you could tell I was eating duck tongues. Like it was just weird. Like you could the texture. I, I won't go too into it. But that being said, I've never found a food like I don't like. I, I like all foods. Now, on the other hand, there's my wonderful wife over here. Now, why don't you describe us your feelings towards spicy food, Beth? Um, I feel like if we go through the foods I don't like, it might take a little bit longer than just talking about the ones I do. It would honestly be a shorter list to do the foods you probably do like. Yeah, like, you're I like okay with. things that are done with garlic and bread and cheese. There you go. If Beth's taste buds were a spice, it'd be flour. That, that'd be what it was. I also it, like lemon. Lemon, lemon's good. Um, yeah, and you're great. Garlic, you like garlic, yeah. stuff like that. Like I, I'll tell you, you know, whenever, oh, you know what, another one is. I will say the most um, adventurous thing you eat is red pepper hummus. You like oh, red pepper hummus sometimes, but you got to kind of move the peppers to the side a little but... bit, a little bit. Okay, well, without further ado, let's jump into the top ten foods. Um, so at number ten, um, at number ten is a chocolate bunny. Okay, so just a classic Easter treat comes in the Easter. Easter baskets, um, and you get a chocolate bunny. Thoughts on that of being at number 10? Yeah, it's okay. 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 We're, we're going to jump off a little bit here because I thought, what a fun tradition to talk about. Can you talk about uh, the tradition that you and your family have that you grew up with that, like, once I came into your family that I've now been able to join in on? What What's that tradition exactly? Because yeah. I, I didn't grow up with that exactly. Finding Easter baskets yeah, in the morning? That's a, that's super fun. Oh, yeah. Finding Easter baskets in the morning. So what, what happened? Like, what, what would happen with it exactly with, like, your parents and what you guys did? Even as kids, but now even as adults. We would wake up, and overnight, the Easter bunny had hid the baskets, and we would go all around the house looking for Easter baskets. And this was going to stop when we got married, mm -hmm. I think, but... We did definitely talk mom and dad into we all get Easter baskets until like maybe we have kids one day. Oh, absolutely. So except for this year now with quarantine, I'm hoping that this doesn't stop the trend. I'm hoping nothing changes when we go back for Easter 2021. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think it was so fun because like whenever you think of like an Easter basket, obviously you think of it with like children, but like John and Diane, my, my in-laws, they're excellent hiders. Like this is like, what are we? We're 27. Grant and Katie are early 20s, 1920. And like, these are not easy gift baskets to find. Like, I mean, that's, I, I think one of these years, I probably took me an hour to find mine. Now I'm not as skilled as you guys. Like I, I'm newest to the family. So I'm always the last one to find it, but they're tough. They're tough to find. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was going to say one more thing about Easter baskets, but I might not might not remember it now. Um, OK, so number 10, chocolate bunny, because that's always an Easter basket. So number nine um, is rolls. I just thought like and maybe this is like one category, but like bread rolls. I always feel like there's like buttered rolls at the dinner table. Cool. Num cool. OK, number eight. Told you this was a controversial one. Peeps. No, this is not controversial. Peeps are, are delicious. Never been created. <laughs> and they shouldn't be celebrated on Easter because they're like Satan's food. <laughs> Okay, no, let me, hear me out, hear me out. Like, and I know this because I know there's a lot of people out there that like hate peeps, but I think they're delicious. Cause like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna eat a whole box. They're way too sweet, way too sugary. But like a couple peeps, like you just like, but it's sugar and marshmallow. You know, it's the delicious. Funny, the funny thing about peeps though is I, I really feel like people either like them or they don't like them. Oh, there's yeah. no like, yeah, I might have a peep. It's either like they love them. They look forward to and them. And they look forward to them uh, 12 months out of the year or they hate them. <laughs> And we'll never eat them. <laughs> well, if, if you guys are listening, like we love, we love for you to hear. So if you follow us on Instagram, um, well, you want to say your Instagram? So mine is at Kyle Curbs. 
at FitBethy. You, you can maybe send us a message or, or DM us on Instagram and let us know whether you're a Peeps fan or not. Now, I will say this, not to sound weird, but the yellow Peeps are the best flavor. Like there's different colors. The yellow one's the best hmm. in case you're wondering. So um, do you know what we did uh, when when we were kids with Peeps? What? What we would do is we'd microwave them in the microwave for like four or five seconds. You ever done that? So they actually like, they blow up. They get like big and thick. <laughs> Have you ever done that? No. It's super fun. So you put them in the microwave only like four or five seconds and they grow. So now you've got like the size of four Peeps. I think that's just what marshmallows do, but they're good. All right. So number, uh, number seven, and I kind of put this into uh, two categories too, but asparagus and glazed carrots. So I was thinking to myself like veggies, but like, I absolutely love glazed carrots at Easter. That's on, that's on the vegetables. Asparagus with no carrots. Aspar okay. So you're the asparagus fan. So I almost didn't throw asparagus on this list, but I thought, ah, I feel like that's usually, usually an Easter thing. Yeah. When I was looking up Easter recipes for things to make today, asparagus came up over and over yeah, again. Yeah. That's what mm -hmm. I was thinking too. Okay. So number six is pie. Now I know this is a very general category, but like, I don't love, love pie, but I definitely feel like it had to be on the list because like, whether it's like an apple pie or like a berry pie, or even like one of like the, like a Reese's pie or something, lemon pie, meringue. lemon meringue pie is like perfect at Easter, right? You can have a slice of pie, some whipped cream, some vanilla ice cream. You'd be set, right? Yeah. I don't feel like you need to be coerced into that one. Perfect. So number five then is going to be glazed ham slash like your lamb, right? And I, I feel like ham is more classic Easter, but I feel like a lot of people eat lamb at Easter too. Really? Oh yeah. I, I feel, feel like, like I've ever heard of that. Lamb is definitely a big one. I feel like you're one. making that one up. Ooh, I don't know about that. Well, can we at least say glazed ham? Blah. So I got to throw the pro blah. I got to throw the protein in here. So the protein's got to be number five. It's not like delicious, but you have to have it in your plate. Everybody puts protein in your plate. Yeah. You want to eat glazed ham? Well, I'm making turkey today. Oh, so. well, the turkey's gonna be good too. But glazed, <laughs> glazed ham. I maybe we should th throw turkey as a third option. Yeah, glazed ham, go. lamb, turkey. Have you ever had lamb? Yeah, lamb? I would do lamb. Lamb chops. I like lamb. Mm, good. You know, I think that's this is a side note, but the fact that like lamb is what it is. You know, that's like when you eat baby back ribs. Like it, it describes exactly what Actually, it is. Actually, fun kinda... fact, do you know that after a certain point, what it's like, it's like, you're right. Like lamb is the term for young. Mm -hmm. If a sheep gets older, do you know what the term is? Uh, isn't it? Uh, like oh, I do. I do know. Hold on. Chops. Um, lamb chops. And it's not, I keep like venison keeps coming to mind, but it's not that. No, it's finally in back. I, I don't know. I can't it. remember. Mutton. Mutton. Oh, I didn't know that. Mutton. Because didn't it? Wasn't there like an old uh, folk story or some lady she eat mutton or something, didn't she? No, nah, I think you're making that up. I don't know. I, I think that's an old. Uh, what's that called? Nursery rhyme. Nursery rhyme. Someone that eats mutton in a nursery rhyme. All right. So number four on the list. And like I actually wanted to do this higher, but like the, the other three are just that good. Number four is deviled eggs. I loved deviled eggs growing up. To this day, they're probably one of my favorite foods. But like, because here's what you do, right? You you make all the like colored eggs, right? Another fun Easter tradition. And then you like, I don't even know how to make deviled eggs, but deviled eggs are delicious. Would you agree with that? Nope. What? What part of deviled eggs aren't good? The whole thing. Oh, sad, sad. Deviled eggs are my favorite. Okay, number three, um, carrot cake. Of course, it's Easter. You got the bunny, you got the thing, carrot cake. We can agree on that. Boom. Love carrot cake. Especially when it's got like the sweet cream frosting. Ooh, cream cheese. Yeah, cream cheese yeah. frosting. That's good. All right, number two, scalloped potatoes. Especially when they've got like like four cheese scalloped potatoes. Yeah, Can't go wrong no there. Yeah, just no ham. No ham. Inside in the, potatoes. the potatoes? No, sometimes they do like 
cheesy ham potatoes. Ooh, Scal- yeah, no, no ham. Just mm-hmm. regular scalloped potatoes. Yeah. I could eat a few dishes yep. of those. All right. And then my number one favorite food at Easter is Reese's eggs. Right? White chocolate? Reese's peanut butter. Oh, I mean, sure. But like, there's something. Can we agree that you have like regular Reese's cups? Those are good. But when they're in the shape of the Easter eggs, they just taste better. Uh, I've heard that. But I don't really, I don't really know. Mm. You know what? No, it's a scientific fact. Okay. It's like surface area or something. No, here's where that logic really is true. When you're talking about mac and cheese, like when you're eating macaroni and cheese, there is just something about the shapes flavor. It tastes (gasps) way different than when you get the elbow regular macaroni and cheese. It's very different. Reese's, I can't quite compare It's got to be like a surface area thing, right? Yeah, like the, maybe there's like the like, cheese covers like more. The, it's get, the cheese to noodle the, ratio. Yeah, or yeah. The, this is what I keep thinking. The cheese gets caught in the little, like the orifices of the <laughs> shape. Okay. Okay, nope. Apparently haven't thought about this as in depth well, as I have. I have never thought of the orifices of noodles, but... <laughs> Maybe you should start. I guess. I guess. Um, well, I, I either way, though, Reese's peanut butter cup eggs um, are the best this time of the year. And I agree. The white chocolate ones are mm-hmm. pretty good, too. They're, they're both really good. All right. So since we ended with that, so here's the complete list. OK. And I'd love to know which I want to know two things. Which one do you absolutely love on this list? And which one would you have to throw out? So number 10, chocolate bunny. Number nine, rolls. Eight, peeps. Seven, asparagus glazed carrots. Six, pie. Five, glazed ham, lamb, turkey. We're talking about the meat there. Number four, deviled eggs. Number three, carrot cake. Number two, scalloped potatoes. And number one, Reese's peanut butter cup Easter egg. Those are the best ones. So what would you, A, you love on that list, and B, you'd have to get rid of? Can you guess? Oh, what can I guess? Well, I think you probably absolutely love scalloped potatoes. That's 100% true. I would have chosen that. And then if I had to guess, I like just from your reactions, it sounds like I have to either get rid of peeps or deviled eggs. And I got to imagine it's got to be the peeps. Deviled eggs, actually. Deviled eggs, yeah. Do you think deviled eggs are spicy? Well, I, I don't know. They just smell really bad and they look <laughs> funny. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, to be honest, like, let me ask you right now. Would you know how? Like, I feel like deviled eggs are a pretty famous thing. Would you know how to, like, make deviled eggs? Like, if you had to make some right now? No, but I'd GTS it. What is GTS? <laughs> Google that stuff. <laughs> Is that actually what it stands for? Yes. <laughs> Google that something else. Um, here's what I'm thinking, though, with uh, deviled eggs. I think what it is, because you like split the eggs in half, and then you mix the yolk with something. And I think it's like yolk with mayonnaise. I think that's actually what you do. Aww. And then I think you're supposed to put like paprika or something yeah, on something top. Yeah, something red. That something looks red spicy. on top. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, since number one was the Reese's Easter egg, now what I'm going to do next up is going to be uh, the worst candies at Easter. And I want you to know if you agree with this list or not. Okay. So worst candies at Easter time. I think we can agree that peeps are not on this list because peeps are delicious. Are peeps considered candy or is that considered a side dish? Oh, it's not a side dish. I don't, <laughs> it's not a side dish. I think peeps might be considered a side dish. <laughs> here, here is your turkey with a side dish of peeps. <laughs> Delicious. That sounds great to me. So, especially if the peeps are microwaved. Um, so, worst candy. Would be like, would you like some turkey with your massive peep? <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> so, worst candies at Easter. So, the first one I have on my list. These are no, in no particular order, but uh, robin eggs. Oh, Kyle, those are so good. So the robin eggs by like Whopper, where those they're like the so malted. Good. Oh, disgusting! Like I don't get why people eat these. Number one, and now I will say this: I don't like regular Whoppers. Something about malted milk balls. Ugh. 
And then they're like in the egg shape with the color and it's just fake. They have the no, they have the really cute ones where they're spotted too and it looks like a real little birdie egg. They're yeah, delicious. Not not a fan. So I, I would definitely add Robin eggs to that list, but obviously that's on Beth's Beth's uh yes list. So um I've seen these before and I personally I just don't think this is a good uh like combo. Um, but chocolate marshmallow eggs. Now I've seen this with other things. Like whenever you get like the chocolate marshmallow, like any candy where it's like now, now, this is weird to say because I love like s'mores, right? Like that's chocolate mallow. But there's something about when it's like the like the fake marshmallow and the chocolate. There's another candy out there. You mean that's, like peeps? No, that's different. That's like sugar and marshmallow, <laughs> right? But like then there's it's like you get the chocolate and marshmallow eggs. I don't know. Just not a good good combo. There's another candy out there too that's like you can get it all the time. It's like chocolate and ma- marshmallow and ugh, not good. Um, all right. Number, uh, this one actually might be the worst candy of all time, but Cadbury cream eggs. Okay. Now I'm not talking, I will say this, the caramel versions, delicious, but like the weird orange cream stuff. Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? It's like, and like anytime, even a Valentine's day box, you get like, yeah, like the fruity chocolates and you're like, Oh, I wish I had never mm, tasted that. Yeah. That's, yeah and thing. you almost have to eat like another peep just to get the flavor out of your mouth. No, or you need to eat another caramel Cadbury <laughs> egg to, you know, put flavor back into your mouth. Yeah. There's just something about like the, the orange cream filled Cadbury eggs. Not a fan. Yeah, okay. Raspberry. Ooh. And so, so when I originally was making those I was going to do a top three, like least favorite uh, Easter food or candies. But then I thought I'd throw in a bonus one. So this is number four. Okay. And it's it's a weirdly specific one, but off brand chocolate bunnies. Okay. So you've got like your regular chocolate bunnies that are like Hershey's or like Dove or something like that. But then you have like the weird generic brand or off brand ones or even worse, sugar free chocolate bunnies. I don't know. But those that yeah, that's I don't like mind those, the sugar free ones. Oh, maybe. But like definitely like the off brand chocolate. You know when you can just like taste like it's not high quality chocolate? Yeah, that's me. So off brand so chocolate. Off brand chocolate. Give give me the Hershey's chocolate bunny and I'm good. But any off brand, you can tell. <laughs> you can tell it's fake. Okay. Um, so you had mentioned, you had mentioned Valentine's day. You had mentioned yeah. that. Um, so I thought what we would do in, in this, in this last little section is talk about where does Easter rank in like the holidays? So like off the top of your head, if you had to like take like, where would you rank Easter? And then I'll, I'll give you my list. Ooh, like three or four, three or four. So like why though? Like in, when you think of like why you would rank, okay, well, let me ask you this. What's your number one holiday? Christmas. So why is Christmas your number one holiday? Well, I think, oh, that's a really tough one. I know. I think there's a lot of reasons, but I think maybe personally it holds more family traditions than any other holiday. Yeah, for sure. Uh, So when I was making this list, and we'll go through the list, is I tried to think of a couple things. Like one, I thought of just like fun stuff during the holiday, right? Two, uh, a a big uh, determining factor was how like how many days off do you get for the holiday, right? It it, like for example, um, you'll find out in a second that speaking of Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is lower on my list because I think Valentine's Day is fun. You don't even get a day off for it or something, you know, like from work or like there's no nothing shut down. So that's gonna be a little lower. And then I think of like traditions, memories, stuff like this. So I'm going to give you my list and you can tell me if you agree or disagree with it. I, I think you and I as a married couple are in agreement. Christmas, number one on the list, right? Not only do you get like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day basically off for most people, you know, you also are going to get the combo of um, like the traditions with Christmas, the food at Christmas, uh, the family time, the memories, like, and then especially as Christians is the reason for the season, the birth right. of Jesus. Right. So 
Christmas, I feel like, is without a doubt the number one on the list. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so number two on the list, I have Thanksgiving. Okay. Agreed. Now, this might be a personal thing. I know some people like, it's like Thanksgiving is just another, but like Thanksgiving, number one, again, it's you get the day off. For me, it's hunting season. So I love hunting, right? You go out like Thanksgiving morning. Um, you get the family time. You get the food. It has all the factors. Now, I think it knocks down a little bit less than Christmas because I feel like Christmas, you could almost consider Christmas an entire month, mm -hmm. basically, right? Um, but And Thanksgiving is usually more of like a weekend. But man, Thanksgiving's got to be number two. So number three I have is New Year's. And I kind of combined like New Year's and New Year's Eve here. But I feel like New Year's, obviously, you get like the day off. It's right after Christmas, so you're still in that holiday holiday time frame. Um, but then you have the whole factor of like it's a new year, New Year's resolutions. Um, usually you have like a party you're going to go to New Year's Eve. Do you feel that's an appropriate place? Yeah, I think that's just – I mean I probably would have put Easter as number three. But I understand your reasoning for New Year's. So we could switch like switch these because I have Easter at number four. So okay. I, I feel like Easter comes in at number four. And again, you've got like I, Easter is always on a Sunday. So it's a day off anyways. But like you've got the f time with family, the memories, the traditions, the good food, all that sort of stuff. So you'd switch, switch, swap, switch, switch, switch a swap of those. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then if I continue the list, the next two in line are 4th of July, Memorial Day. Those are fine. I feel like Independence Day has got to be there. Memorial Day, respecting those that we've lost, right? Plus, you get the days off factor. Okay. And then uh, next two in line are Labor Day and Mother's Day. So Labor Day, great camping, great time to be at the cabin. It's like the whole summer feel. And then, of course, you got Mother's Day because, like, that's a super important holiday. I feel like Mother's Day maybe should be higher on the list. But I don't know. What do you think? You think it's appropriate there? I feel like there's a major holiday that you're missing that a lot of people will definitely disagree with. Well, even if you have this on your list, I'm not sure if you forgot it, but keep reading through your list and we'll see where it lands. We'll see. We'll see where Beth thinks. So next two on the list are Halloween and Valentine's Day. So they're lower on the list because you don't get a day off. And but they're fun for certain groups, right? Halloween can be fun like when you're in college or when you have kids. Valentine's is fun if you actually have a couple uh, or if you're like a married couple, you can go out, have a nice dinner, all that stuff, but no days off. Am I still missing your holiday? No, I, it was Halloween. I think people might strongly disagree with you on that one. I feel like a lot of people do things for Halloween more so than something like Memorial Day. I, I think that people are going to disagree with you on that one. They're well, going to have it higher on okay. the list. Okay, uh, you know what? Now that you mentioned it, I guess you're right. Because there is something about Halloween where it's like the whole month. Like it's spooky season, you know? Yeah, or Mother's Day. Like no one really decorates for Mother's Day, but people hands down decorate for Halloween for jerseys. That's a good point. So where would you drop, like where would you put Halloween? I guess like I think of it as like, a, like I don't know what, we're 27 now, Mary, we don't have kids. I'm like, we don't really do much for Halloween, do we? Halloween would probably go after Easter. No, we try to go out of town for Halloween. You'd put Halloween as number five? Yeah. I feel like it's a major holiday. Wow. You think you know a person. <laughs> okay. So next on the list after Halloween and Valentine's Day, obviously Halloween has to, has to go a little higher as I'll just say the last three is Father's Day. Poor dads. They I, get a little lower on the list. Why is Father's Day so much lower than Mother's Day? <laughs> I don't know. Because I feel like like Father's Day is like, like obligatory holiday, right? Like I feel like whoever planned holidays was like, all right, we need Mother's Day, mothers, all this sort of stuff. And then, like, some random guy at the end of the table, the planning table, was like, what about the dads? And they're like, oh, crap, I guess we got to have a Father's Day, too. And so they had to, like, throw it in. And, like, Lowe's and Home Depot has some specials. But nobody quite knows, like, why it's up there. But it's kind of sad, isn't it? Isn't it sad how much lower it is? 
All right. So then uh, Father's Day, I went to Veterans Day and then St. Patrick's Day. I feel like those two round out the list. Veterans Day is obviously crazy important uh, to celebrate those that have um, um, like served our country. And then St. Patrick's Day, obviously, there's a lot of fun traditions partying. But here's my thought about St. Patrick's Day is I feel like St. Patrick's Day has to land on a weekend for it to be fun. Agree or disagree? Uh, disagree. I don't feel like you and I really celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I think if it landed on a weekend and we weren't in a quarantine, maybe we would, right? I don't think I've ever celebrated St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so you wouldn't even consider that one on the list? No, I feel like it's appropriately placed as last. <laughs> Lovely. Okay, so I have a bonus one where I didn't know where to put it, but I feel like it had to go somewhere on this list because like, I think it's a crazy important holiday. So what it is, it's MLK, right? Martin Luther King Day, right? I feel like that's a crazy important holiday for um, just like how much it's changed US history and how much like Martin Luther King made an impact. But like, that's where I wasn't and I don't need you to rank it. But I, that was the only one where I wasn't quite sure where to put it. Like, I'm like, I feel like it should be super high on the list. But I'm not quite sure if it's like Easter or Christmas time frame, but it's definitely shouldn't be as low as like St. Patrick's day. So that was the only one I didn't put it on the list. So I was like, I don't know quite where to put MLK. So I'm also surprised that you don't have like the NFL draft day on there. Oh, my wife knows me well. Yeah. I consider the Super Bowl to be a national holiday NFL draft, but no, I guess other people that listen to this podcast don't. So we'll keep it off. Okay. So anything else that you'd like to talk about, uh, before we wrap up here, I feel like we we covered a, a good amount of ground in, in the time we had for this Easter special episode. Anything you want to leave our guests with? Nope. Thanks for having me. Perfect. So, guys, uh, as we finish here, what we will say is um, we want to remind you what the reason for this season is. Okay, um, and that is Jesus and Jesus's death on the cross. Um, it's obviously called Easter, but another name we like to say is resurrection day uh where it says he is risen and someone comes back and says he is risen indeed so um won't spend a lot of time here but we do want to remind you that as fun as the bunnies and the eggs and the food and all that is that it, easter and resurrection day really is a reminder of jesus's death on the cross and without that happening in history uh, everything else is just pointless. There, there's no need. I mean, we, we are able to have life because Christ gave his. So um, wanted to end the episode with that. So with that, guys, thanks for listening to our Easter special of the Life Well Lived podcast. Thank you to Beth for joining me today. What a lovely wife uh, to, to join me. Um, I said, hey, you want to you wanna jump on the podcast uh, with me uh, for the Easter special? And she was like, oh, that, that'd be fun. So um, it's fun to always hang out with your wife. And guys, um, if you like this episode, please make sure to uh, subscribe, leave us a review on wherever you're listening whether it's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Google Podcasts or wherever. Um, connect with us on Instagram. Connect with us on Facebook. And uh, we hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you guys next Sunday for another episode. And we want to let you know uh, we just love you. So have a great week.